We're live with the 2020 Experience Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. If you would like to watch for full effect, you can follow us on YouTube at 2020 Fitness. Enjoy the show. As we're uh, practicing a little bit of nasal breathing, we're back for episode six. And this is a little follow-up to our conversation last week about uh, injury, injury prevention. And one thing we wanted to talk about that we didn't get a chance to cover is what you can do uh, when you are injured mm-hmm. um, to get back in the gym and to keep the wheels moving. And, and want to feel somewhat fit still. Yes. Yes. And, and I think um, from our experience just over the last month, um, dealing with some of these things, uh, there's a lot of things you can do to stay fit, uh, both aerobically um, and structurally fit by um, by coming to the gym and, and doing doing still doing your homework. So. Oh, absolutely. Because I, I asked you earlier this morning, I was like, so uh, how much homework have you done at home? And you're like, how, how long have you – like probably – Oh, over the last several weeks – 15 minutes total. <laughs> yeah. At yeah. home. At home. At home. Yeah. But here when you come to the gym, it's probably right an hour a, da- an hour a day. Uh, the last week it has been. The, yeah. You know, um, I've been getting a little bit more honest about it. But I, I've been finding that it's it's hard. You know, you have so many other distractions at home that the only time that I can make to, to do my homework, to, to recover, is coming to the gym as I would for any other workout. Yeah. Now, did you find any of those those exercises that Danny gave you? Do they help tremendously? Not at yes. all. Yes. Yes. What this, ones have you been doing? I've been doing the the stability work on the on the foam roller. I've been doing the banded bridges. I've been doing this little crawling deal where you get on all fours and crawl. Um, stuff is past. What's that? The ghost of post stuff is past. Oh, all right. I'm Chuck's hanging out. What's going on? Um, we got Chucky's doing some measurements. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, basically been doing about an hour worth uh, a day of homework, yeah. and, and on top of that, I think with a more interesting topic to cover is how to how to stay aerobically fit mm-hmm. when you, when you really can't do anything that gets you out of breath. Like yeah, up until this week, I hadn't been able to row, couldn't bike, like couldn't do anything, couldn't do couldn't anything, lift weights, couldn't do, but I could walk. Yes, so ask me about that. Yeah, all right. So uh, walking, like speed walking through the mall, yeah, mall walking with two, been, with two pound weights. John has been mall walking with <laughs> two pound weights yeah. and a Walkman. Yeah. Uh, no, but what? It, so what's what's so, what's the deal? What you been doing? So I've been working on, so kind of this hybrid between um, what we've been practicing with the Wim Hof breathing mm-hmm. and um, and this Patrick uh, McCown the guy wrote a book called uh, Oxygen Advantage, which I highly recommend. I know you you oh, read, yeah. and basically what I've been doing is seeing how far I can walk on an exhale hold. So, so breathing you, all you your air you out take, and then so I'll do like five breaths, mm-hmm. five big breaths, and on the fifth one, blow it all the way out. Yeah. Hold my breath and then walk as far as I can. And what happens? Um, I mean, your body basically feels the same way it feels after the most. Say you do a minute on the bike, max effort. It yeah. feels like that. Just all on. Just going for a walk. You feel it everywhere. You feel it every. So and as soon as you let go, you can feel. Uh, you feel just this rush of heat going into your legs, and your legs feel like they're cramping up. And and the difference though between the bike and that. Is you recover instantaneously. You recover. You're right back. Yeah. So do you do multiple sets of it then? Yeah. So I'll do I'll do three rounds. I'll do five rounds. I'll I'll mix that up with. I've been able to do strict pressing. Mm-hmm. So I'll do a set of strict presses with an exhale hold as many presses as I can do. Yeah. Same same kind of routine. Or you can do it with push ups. Trying to think of it. What what other ways I found to get creative? But have you done sit ups at all? Have you done your PT exercises with your exhale? Yes. Exhale hold? So PT. Yes. 
dead bugs. Yeah. So you can turn something less intense into something really, really Su- intense. Super, super intense. Yeah. Mm. Where, which you know, I think everybody's going to have a bum something at some point in time. Yes. Um, you know, whether it's a bum ankle or a bum elbow, but uh, I think there's there's a ample things that you can do. Oh, absolutely. I mean, even like, so going off from being out of the gym for 30 days, you could have been doing those things prior. I hate to say that, but yeah. Maybe come back and still feel something. Right. Now, we don't know 100% yet because you haven't put it to the test. It'll get tested tomorrow. Why is it, how's it going to get tested tomorrow? Well, because, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get to test tomorrow. So it's going to be 18.1 in the morning, and then I'm doing a 10-mile trail run. No big deal. Afterwards. Yeah. And I think After nothing. Yeah. But, but nothing doesn't have to be nothing. No. And I think that's one point we want to kind of pound home is there are a lot of ways that you can train that may not look exactly like a, a CrossFit workout. That you can keep the keep the ball moving forward. Uh, it's you know I think we we joked last week of you know if you stop working out you start eating like crap. Well, I kind of use that as the other way. Like if you're not working out you should be eating really well. Oh, amazingly, but there's there's still so many things that you can you can work on. Now, have you been have you st- do you still feel because I know like uh, I've you know I've tried it a little bit. I've heard of other people trying you know well or different coaches saying like well I don't necessarily feel like I got to work out. Right. Yeah. Do you feel like you necessarily got to work out, or is it something where it's like, you know, since you haven't been working out, that's that does feel like a workout. Does it give a fix, or do you do more reps? How many? What's the volume that you do? How I mean, I don't think you get the dopamine hit. No. You know, but I, I do feel like I'm working hard. Yeah. And, I, and I think I think part of that is getting to know your body of like when what it means to push your body versus putting too much strain on your body and wearing your body down. Yeah. So so I've been doing these quote unquote hard workouts that involve just exhale holds and then do a given movement yeah. until failure. Mm-hmm. Now I can't do that every day in training. No. So that's a type of workout, that feeling that I'm getting say five times a day and, and doing it for five rounds is a feeling that I might experience once every couple weeks. Yeah, in, but you don't in normal training. But you don't feel any like central nervous system fatigue or nothing like that. No, it's just, you just go. No, right next I'm ready. I'm ready to go right to the next one. So what I'm most excited about is now that my body is back in place. What is this going to look like with training moving forward? Right, and that's what we. I mean, that's why we're here talking about this right now is because I think there are tools in, in our you know in our book that we can utilize mm-hmm. to help people get from A to Z a lot quicker than than having to just do really hard workouts. Stay so what do you th- so with that? What do you think your training is going to look like after? So, like, after this weekend and kind of testing out the open waters yeah. and seeing, like... I mean, I'll tell you what. If I do well in 18-1, <laughs> what, I mean, what are you going to say? I mean, what else do you need to do? Right. But then would you add anything yeah. to that? Yeah, I would still I would still do my do a couple workouts a week. Yeah. Or would and you just that. lift really heavy stuff and then sure. just do your breathing on their side for the cardio aspect? I mean, that's what that's what I mean by a couple workouts a week. Because <laughs> I, I love... I, I want to have, you know... The thing that we need to think about is how can we maximize output with minimizing input. So, yes. so if if you if you look at somebody who who wants to increase their aerobic capacity, what would conventional wisdom tell you to do? A ton of volume. A ton of volume. Yeah. Right. What's that going to do to your body the next day? Destroy it. Right. So it's going to be really hard for you to recover. So how much volume are you going to be able to do the next day? Minimal. Right. So, so I think what we're looking at is what can you do as a minimum input. To improve your ability to handle CO2, mm-hmm. okay, because that's the whole purpose of the breathing stuff that we haven't talked about, right? So that that's that feeling where you're 
where you're reaching failure and your body is telling you to stop mm-hmm. so it can expel the, the carbon dioxide getting in that getting comfortable in that with that feeling more and more often yeah. without the strain on your body I think is where the value is going to be yeah I mean, if we bring it down to analogy, so like thinking of uh, like CO2 tolerance and also everyone knows alcohol tolerance, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, if you think about it, like back when you first, if someone started drinking when they were younger, you can't do, you can't drink that much. And then, yeah. but there's some old dude who's been drinking for his entire life who'd yeah. drink any other kid underneath the table. Right. Right. right? So turn that around to practicing actual right. CO2 tolerance. The more right. you get tolerant yeah. of that, the longer that you can stand right. in those uh, higher intensity thresholds. So I think what we're doing is if, if you can train it without soreness, I think is, you know, say for example, like, you know, grab that PVC. So say we do, say we do it right here. So I got a PVC, PVC oh, pipe in my hands. Should we just do a set? We just do a set and, and it's basically, um, I'll, I'll do it and you talk through. Um, no, you do it and I'll talk. <laughs> All right. you so basically, you take a big, big breath of air in, and then exhale all the way out, and then do as many strict presses as you can. And so this is not going to make you sore. Okay, it's not going to increase your strain. You're not going to get a big credit for it as a quote unquote workout, but it's going to improve your body's ability to handle. So you feel the way it feels right now at the end of a workout, right? <laughs> so he's eyes are closed. So so that's like you just did a max effort. 250 meter row. Oh, it hurt worse than that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that took 30 seconds. Yes. You won't be sore. <laughs> no. But you're improving your your. It's a biological hack where you're improving your body's ability to handle that. Oh, so funny. so now when you go and experience it out there, and I'm going to ask you a question. When you go and experience it out there, your body is going to be like, okay, I've been here before. Yeah. There's no need to go in shock. The those the elite athletes typically would train more and more and more and more, and they were the ones who got to experience that sensation. Mm-hmm. Well, now we can bring it to the rest of us with, with just a PVC, with pipe, PVC pipe without yeah. having to, to train, you know, yeah. hard and beat our bodies up. And I, you know, I've played I've played around with this, and that f- you just feel like a fire intensity, yeah. like like nobody's business. So what, did, so what? Yeah, what did it feel like last night? You did eighteen one last eight, night. Eighteen one last night, and it was I breathed through my did the tape over my mouth for the yeah. first you know 12, 14 minutes or whatever, which actually turned out to work really well. So like breathing through my stomach. Just is, a shout out here. It's called Micro Pore Tape. We're sponsored by them this week, and it's. Yeah, we're sponsored by Microport. <laughs> it is, uh, it's excellent. But anyway, keep talking. Yeah, yeah. So like, it forced me to breathe through my gut, all that fun stuff. And as soon as I took the tape off my mouth, I was like, <gasps> I started breathing through my chest, starting yeah. slowing back down a little bit. However, um, like after thinking about last night, is I could have pushed it so much harder. Like I never reached that feeling that I just had right there. Right. Right. And then the last, uh, the last minute and a half, two minutes. Uh, I was going from the rower, and I was like, "Oh, geez, I gotta get, I gotta get done with this to finish up another round." Mm-hmm. Rower, I went to the toes to bar. I had like 30 seconds left, and all I could think of is not the pain, but I was more of, "All right, I've trained that way before. Now I can just pick up the dumbbells and go as fast and as hard as right. I can, and you'll right. be fine." Right. Um, I wish I would have started that six minutes sooner yeah. because of knowing that you can. F- I, I never reached. You never that. reached that that pain. No, no, no. The burning threshold that yeah. you know, practice with a PVC pipe or walking really, really far. Right. So I felt more aerobically fit, even though I haven't done a ton of aerobic stuff. Right. Um, Did I disagree? 
Yeah. Well, I mean, that is that is that is that aerobic, is, that is aerobic training. Yeah, yeah. and I, it's I just guess not conventional. Yeah, and I've been doing a lot of so. There's a couple different apps. There's the apnea training app, yeah. and then it's called Stamina, is what I've kind of been playing with. Yeah. Um, and it's both uh, CO2 tolerance and O2 tolerance, mm-hmm. right? So the body be able to actually utilize the O2, yeah. and the body's ability to tolerate CO2, yeah. right? And so there's this one where you can and you can try it. Breathe just normal for uh, a minute and twenty seconds, and then and hold, exhale, hold your breath for 50 seconds. And then it goes down to minute 10, then a minute, and then 50 seconds mm-hmm. in the breathing, just normal breathing. Mm-hmm. And you still exhale, hold 50 seconds, mm-hmm. all the way down to you just get 10 seconds worth of breathing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's about three breaths, and then you still hold for 50 seconds. Mm-hmm. So like, you wouldn't think, especially after the first round, when it that you're gonna make it, that you're gonna make it. But you do for 10 seconds of breathing, next thing you know, you make it holding with yeah. no air in your lungs. Yeah, And it's shown like, Wow, I can I can tolerate a lot yeah. more breathing. There's no way before I'd be able to do 12 or 14 minutes of that workout with tape over my mouth before. Right, and that and that's one concept that we're slowly introducing in the gym mm-hmm. is nasal breathing. Yes, and and I think it goes you know to the the concept that we're always driving home of like midline stability is you know breathing through the belly. Well, automatically if you breathe through the nose, you can't breathe into your chest. I mean, you can really try, but it's super awkward. So if you just try this at home or if you're in your car, wherever you are right now, like literally close your mouth and take a big breath through your nose and you'll literally feel your belly rise. Yeah. And what, what that allows you to do from a, like a, a fitness training perspective, it allows you to keep your midline braced. Mm-hmm. And where, where we see a lot of faults are when people, uh, you know, especially in their pelvis, they take that breath of air <sighs> You know, it's like they just—they've been underwater for five minutes, and they come up for that gasp of air, and you see their chest rise, and they overextend, and then they hurt themselves. They hurt themselves, or they just work out. (laughs) They might hurt themselves, but more likely, they're just holding themselves back. Yeah, that's very true. And they get in the middle of that workout, and their body is freaking out for good reason, because your body is basically telling you you're about to die. Yeah. You know, because it's your spine's going to break. Right, and you're in you're in a fight or flight state, and you're. Your body's not made to, to hold on to that, especially for a 20-minute workout. So I think one of the things that, you know, among many others that we're trying to introduce is, is teaching people how to effectively breathe. And, you know, this this tape is incredibly effective for doing that. Oh. And, you know, you might you might look like a total weirdo uh, in here, but this is something you can do at home. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done, it, I've done it with masking tape, but I found that this tape is the best because it doesn't rip your face off. <laughs> But uh, if your spouse isn't opposed to it, um, find you know periods of time you know either sleeping at mm-hmm. night. I mean, tell me your experience with that now. Well, you told you told me that you started taping your mouth at night. So I'll go back. Like I started doing that like many many years ago because mm-hmm. I was my chiropractor. This is probably this is like pre. It's probably eight or nine years ago. My chiropractor said you're gonna die if you keep sleeping. Um, the way you're sleeping, you need to start sleeping on your back and getting organized or whatever. But I couldn't do it with my mouth open. And you know, I'd how did it. you even get to sleeping on your back? Uh, ratchet straps. You're dead serious. Yeah. So uh, it's they're, they're called a come along or whatever. You yeah, ratchet straps. Basically, I was on a twin bed, and you basically like stri- wrap it around the bed, hook it, strap strap, and then it locks locks your hips in place. You gotta be single. Are you, dead you gotta be single. <laughs> dead serious. You, yeah. Seriously. So then I then I'd ratchet or uh, I didn't ratchet strap my face, <laughs> but um, but then but then use use masking tape because otherwise I, I go, you yeah. know I just breathe straight through my mouth. So 
but I haven't done it since. Okay. And, you know, maybe because my nutrition's better and I'm able to breathe through my nose a little bit better. But anyway, the last, like, month and a half now, it's been... I started with masking tape and then found this stuff and yeah, just been taping it shut. Well, so I tried it then the first, so it's taken me two weeks to make it through a full night of sleep with un- uninterrupted, Unru- inter- yeah. uninterrupted. That doesn't, I mean, of course there's baby in there too. That's yeah. interrupting that sleep. Sure. But like, um, okay. So one of the things I tell people about sleep is you can't interrupt your own sleep. No. You know, so say, uh, yeah, say yeah. you have kids like that's going to happen. Okay. Deal with it. Mm-hmm. But, if you're waking up to go to the bathroom, or if you're waking up in the middle of the night, that's on that's on you. So, so yeah. now you you're able to do it. Oh yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. So ab- able to do it, and I wake up, uh, mouth is not dry. Yeah. Another positive: don't have drool all over the pillow. Sure. That's never yeah. good. That's no, yeah, oral over your face, right? right? Um, but I my recovery is much better. Yeah. Right. I feel more energized when I wake up. Everything's yeah. explained about that in, in Oxygen Advantage. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. they talk about that there too, but. Um, the first few nights were just like I felt like I was going to die. You felt like you were suffocated. Yeah, like someone yeah. was like holding my mouth. Um, and then I didn't do the trick where you put it like over your hand a couple times to yeah. get rid of the stickiness. You do that. Yeah, yeah, because oh. it gets rid of the stickiness. Yeah. But the first couple times I did it, and it was just like. <laughs> Shaving before work. We had the other morning, like something, like we had to get up and get going. Britt was asking me about something, or I, I forget what it was, and and I had I had my mouth tape shut, so I get up, and like lights are on, like <laughs> and I'm like I'm like trying to find the end of it, get it to get it off. I'm like what a psycho! Uh, so you're not still sleeping with tape over your mouth, though. What's that? You still sleep with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just an insurance policy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I noticed my recoveries are way better. Way better. Like way, way, way better. Yeah. Like it's almost. And in, in, so in the beginning. And, and then, mean, what I mean by recoveries, my, my sleep is just. My sleep data is a lot, a lot better. Yeah. Well, and so like the tape, like in the beginning, I would do it, you know, halfway, you know, but the more I'd train with the tape over my mouth, mm-hmm. the more it felt comfortable mm-hmm. at night. Mm-hmm. So now, like, when I get in bed at night and I put the tape over my mouth, it's less. Of the uncomfort, like this is just feels stupid. Yeah, it just feels normal because yeah. I've trained with it for an hour, mm-hmm. or I've you know spent some time throughout the day working yeah. with it, you know, for an hour. But you don't realize how much of a mouth breather, walking around mouth breather you are. Yeah. And what's the saying? You like you you you, don't, teacher, look, you don't look smart. You look a lot your, smarter with your mouth shut. Yeah, keep your mouth closed. <laughs> keep your mouth shut. You look uh, look smarter. Yeah. But I mean, it's true. Like I I'll notice even just walking around there. I'm not saying anything, but yet my mouth is uh, just sitting there wide yeah. open. Like, yeah. that's completely unnecessary. And what, I, what I've been thinking about lately is when you eat, pay mm. attention to where you're breathing when you're eating. Because, you know, we talk or, or we've talked before about, you know, being in a rest and digest state when you are eating. That implies that you're breathing through your nose. Mm-hmm. A lot of us when we eat, and if you're eating right now where you're listening to this, Pay attention to how you're breathing because you, you'll chomp and you'll pull in air through your mouth. Yeah. You will eat so much slower and chew your food if you're breathing through your nose mm-hmm. the entire time. Yeah. Well, and all animals do that. All animals We're breathe, animals, man. Yeah, yeah. All animals breathe through their nose when they're yeah. eating grass and all that stuff. That's mm-hmm. why cows, you know, and all that stuff graze so, so well. Mm-hmm. But, no, I've noticed that same thing. It's like, all right, what am I... Mm, just mm-hmm. breathe only through the nose. Yeah. Now, that's not to say that there's not times to breathe through our mouth. Right? No, that, that, I wanted to talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Like, 
when you're doing a max effort lift mm-hmm. of some sort or something that requires some sympathetic nervous system shenanigans. Talk to me about time domain. How long would that thing be and what would be an example of it? Oh, max effort, like less than three minutes. Yes. Like less than three minutes. So if Anything I was going to do past a, that a, would be nasal. a 500 meter row. You can you can mouth breathe that. Yes. Yeah, you can mouth breathe. What that. if I was doing a two K row? No, nasal breathing. Right. Yeah. I, anything over three minutes. Anything over three minutes, and you're getting past that glycolytic stage, and you're going right into your you know your aerobic, your yeah. oxidative system, and right. you are going to be needing a lot of oxygen. Yeah. The only way to get a ton of oxygen is to breathe in through your stomach, right. and the best way to do that is through your nose. Yeah. So how about this? Yeah. But my nose is all blocked up. <laughs> Best way to get it unblocked is breathe, to breathe through it. Breathe through your nose. Yeah. My left nostril has been blocked up for as long as I can remember. I always, I always said I had a deviated septum. You might. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I used to say it's got to be something. It's got to be my yeah. nose. But now it's gone. Right. So after just this last month or so, not yeah. even, of breathing through my nose, taping my mouth shut in workouts, and breathing through my nose during... Um, during path, sleep, the pathways come back. Yeah, pathways come back. Same thing with like doing the walking and breathing, uh, that nose and blocking exercise that yeah. he talks about. I mean, I almost feel like I can breathe through my left nostril even more. Yeah, it comes. It comes back. Mine, mine's my right. That's been that's been blocked up. And so there, there are some times where I'm, I put the tape on and be like, "There's, I'm not gonna be able I to can't do, do it." it. But then but after after a couple reps, you realize that you're pulling in way more air than you need. Mm-hmm. And through through your mouth, and when you when you close your mouth, here we are just blabbing away. But when you close your mouth, your air your body pulls in the air that it needs, mm-hmm. and not and not more because yeah. because you everything's regulated up here. So. Yeah. and that's not to say so putting tape on your mouth during the first round of a workout mm-hmm. feels freaking miserable. Yeah, right? but what Unless does it make, you, does it make you do? Makes you breathe. Well, but, but it makes we, you down regular. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So pace. So yes, and that, that's where brings you up to your. Cape you know, have you ever heard somebody tell you that their back hurts when they run? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I'm huffing and puffing right now. If you're listening to this, I'm huffing and puffing, and I'm overextending. I'm breathing through my mouth. Mm-hmm. Why do you think my back hurts when I run? Well, because you're because my breathing's all thrown off. So, so that's a great example. Say you're going for a run. Either, either, you know, we're talking about tape here, but you know, if you don't want to look like a weirdo, just just keep your mouth shut. <laughs> but but you're gonna, what are you gonna find out about keeping your mouth shut when you go out for a run? Are you gonna be faster or slower? Slower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially in the beginning. Yeah, in the beginning, you're gonna be much slower because you're not used to working at that uh, at that level. If you're not, especially if your nose is blocked. And that's okay. Like in order to get past that stage, you gotta kind of struggle bust through it. Mm-hmm. Right. So. I think, yeah. So the struggle to me mentally is going a little bit slower. Yeah. Because you want to just well screw this. I'll just open my mouth and just go faster. Yeah. 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 But in the long run, it works tremendously better. Yeah. And it's kind of like a self limiter. Like even yeah. if we just start like, even uh, I like just starting with just starting with warm ups only nasal breathing. Right. Yeah. Because that'll just get you used to it. Yeah. Just breathe the warm up. Do the workout however you breathe and want to. Yeah. And then nasal breathe your your cool down. And yeah. eventually you can nasal breathe through the whole thing. Hopefully. Right. And I think that. That's something that will be, or you know, we were talking in the coaches' meeting this week about it, and and you know, what are the times? Say we're doing a, a heavy power clean. Well, huff and puff, huff and puff through your nose. I mean, yeah. or uh, through, through, sure, yeah, nose too, but <laughs> through, through your mouth. mouth. Yeah. Um, but if we're if we're doing some sort of longer duration activity, you know, try and breathe through your nose. But yeah, we'll at least try and incorporate that in warm ups. And then I think one thing we didn't do very well last night. I was talking to Drew about it. He didn't sleep last night. 
Mm, down regulated. Boom. I mean, big, you know, we, you're making all these people work out at 730 at night <laughs> when they usually go to bed at eight. With people or, cheering them with, on. And right. Yelling so they're all they're all up amped. here. Yeah. So I think next Thursday we need to do much. We need to do a much better job of down regulating yeah. and reintroducing the nasal breathing and big, you know, big, slow and controlled breaths. So that so that people can actually go back to sleep. I don't think it's gonna be a twenty minute workout that next week. I don't. I hope not. No, I think it's gonna it be makes, exponentially. Yeah, it's gonna be easier. You think so? <laughs> short, short, short and heavy. Short and heavy the entire um, time. So we'll just be mouth breathing. So three minutes. You know, you know, we're, we're warm, warming people up with proper breathing. Yes, we'll get better and better at it in in workouts. But you know, I think especially for our evening classes, it's. And part of the responsibility is on us to make sure that people aren't going home all frazzled. Yeah. Um, you know, that they're they're able to downregulate. And then, you know, eventually, like we got to with the with the 2020 experience, is like actually do it with people mm-hmm. and, and show them how to do it. But, you know, we can give, like, what would be one of your favorite drills to, to downregulate at night? We'll just give an example. Uh, I do 30, 30 deep breaths. I do an exhale hold. Um, and I wouldn't do any squeezes or anything. Sometimes yeah. I'll do that. Yeah. yeah. So just just so show your cadence. So he's in, let it go, in, let it go, in, let it go. Count to thirty. Yeah, he says thirty. Sometimes I only make it to like ten or fifteen, and then and then just do an exhale hold, and basically hold that until you feel pretty you know normal discomfort. Strong to medium, medium yeah. to strong. Yeah. Desire for air. Yeah, you're not. And then uh, and then that's Bring it. Bring back in through then, my nose again. Yeah, and then just yeah. take a big deep breath. So that you know you might do a round or two of that, and and that'll pr- kind of bring you down. Another thing I like to do is just I'll, I'll count either like five seconds in, five second hold, five seconds out, five seconds hold, mm-hmm. and you know I'll do a couple cycles of that, or I'll even go and do um, one breath every thirty seconds. So one breath, exhale, done. And then do it again in 30 seconds, and then and then exhale. And that's that's something I've been doing lately before eating. It has you know. So we think of eating and sleeping as kind of the same thing: rest, rest and digest, or digest and rest. You we want to make sure that you're you're down down regulating before bed so you can fall asleep, but you also want to down regulate before you eat so that you can actually. Eat, you know, eat and digest the food that you yeah, have. So absolutely. it doesn't have to be complicated either. Like I think I know in the beginning for breathing for me, I used to think, "Gosh, right, well, I need to set aside ten minutes and to do this breathing." If I don't want to, it's do it overwhelming because you got too many too many things in your plate. So many different variables, but you don't have to like you so, don't have to set aside any time. No, just well, do even, it while you're doing things. Yeah, like so that that app that I was telling you about, like like be I'm times, doing it right now, and you don't you don't even, you don't don't even know. know yeah, don't even I'm know just it. doing it right that here. That apnea app or whatever. I'm breathing. I can set up like. It'll set up the training things for you, so it's at five twenty ten, and it'll literally. Millennials really like apps. So many apps. They? Really look at. Inhale. Boom! It tells you what to do. Inhale, ready, and it's going to tell you to. Hold your breath. Hold your breath. We don't need to hold it for the full twenty seconds right now, but and then it'll tell you to exhale, and it'll give you a timer. Sure. Right? So it'll give you an exhale timer. Yeah. Keep pace. I'll I'll sit on the computer or um, yeah, you, at home. while you're working. While you're working, yeah. And I'll just follow it, so I won't even listen to it, and then I'll just say, exhale, exhale yeah. for ten um, seconds. You don't have to like once we think. Well, you don't have to learn how to breathe. You don't have to think about it breathing. But if you think about it and, and be purposeful and practice about it, it and practice it, then you can get really good at breathing. And one of the main components of working out is... That's what we're here to do. Is to breathe yeah. really hard yeah. and go really well. Yeah, constantly very high-intensity functional movement doesn't work 
without breathing. If you don't, and you have to know how to do it well. Yeah. So I think, you know, to kind of recap, you know, so we followed up talking about injuries. You can get better at breathing all the time. Yeah, injured so, or not. Inju- injured or not. So, yeah. you know, we, we've got all kinds of drills that we can put you through. Um, you know, in the gym to 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 improve your conditioning mm-hmm. without doing formal formalized conditioning, and then the other component is if you have homework to work on. So, say you're coming in and and maybe your back's a little tight, and we're doing heavy deadlifts that day. That's your day to come in. That's your day to come in. You're not going to do the heavy deadlifts, but you're going to come in and do your homework, work on your imbalances, and keep keep the wheels moving. And then it's you know you're going to hear more about it coming up, but it's learning how to breathe through the nose. Mm-hmm. And and you know they say your mouth is for eating, your nose is for breathing, and I think a lot of us aren't very good at that. I seriously think it's the future of training. Yeah, like I know it's already been around for yeah, it's been long. A, it's been like, around for like I mean years. <laughs> <laughs> at <laughs> least been, a few. We, we, we've been breathing like forever. Yeah, but I think like actually sitting down and thinking about it, at least it's yeah. the future of my training. I can tell you that much for sure. Yeah, like and, and moving forward is like getting really good at breathing. Yeah, because I think and I'm the same way. I'm looking for a shortcut. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's it. And and a way to not beat up my body so that I can train more often and but still train at high intensities because there I do like doing those long grinding workouts. Mm-hmm. I want to continue to like it. Yeah. And and I think by doing them is not, you know, doing many, many long, hard workouts is maybe a way to get there, but I don't think it's the way. Yeah. And, well, and so a test to do at home for people who are listening and watching all that fun stuff is like, so take uh, five normal breaths, just normal breaths, five of them, good. You have a timer out, good. Now just do one more. Good. And then go and exhale and hold. And then you start your timer. And then the first desire for air. So he's just going to hold. And that can be, you know, feeling constricted in your throat, feeling, you know, feel like you have to swallow any type of any type of feeling. This is not a max effort. Like how long can you hold like uh, I'm competing against someone else type like thing it's just literally seeing your body's tolerance of co2 and this is what's known as your bolt score if you read the book oxygen advantage but it's really a good thing to kind of measure to start in the middle and the finish uh, whenever you wake up and all that fun stuff so right now any any desire right now right now good so 38 seconds right they say like 40 is like optimal um optimal for like athletes like yeah Elite athletes are at 40, 40 plus, sixty plus. A lot of people will find an, an urge in the, about the ten second mark. Ten seconds. I think, <laughs> yeah. Do you remember what yours was the first time you did it? I think it was uh, my first one. That I did was twenty two seconds. Okay, mine was Danny. fifteen. Fifteen. And before I got that, like that was yeah. that's my first urge is like, you know, it's like yeah, I feel like my throat just yeah. starts to constrict. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, time to breathe. And it's not yeah. like a strong desire for air. Like I can still. Breathe quietly and through my nose yes, afterwards. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. When you recover from it, you shouldn't be going. You know, yeah, that's should, too far. That's, right, you went too long. Um, but then it's a good test retest. So yeah. your first time was fifteen seconds. Fifteen seconds, and that was thirty-eight seconds. Right. 
I'd say easy way to see that your body can tolerate CO2 yes. better. Yes. Which yeah. only translates into better fitness. And right. he says in that book, every five seconds more, mm -hmm. you'll feel a difference in your fitness. Right. So we're gonna find out tomorrow. <laughs> we're gonna, yeah, find out we're, tomorrow gonna, we're gonna find out tomorrow. So, so guys, get in the gym. Uh, work on work on your weaknesses. You can always work on breathing. If you have the opportunity, get the book Oxygen Advantage. It's excellent. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff in there that that you know relates to what we've been doing with the Wim Hof training, and there's also some differences too, which I think are all all excellent. And um, what other points we we uh, yeah. Breathe. Breathe through your nose. <laughs> Breathe through your nose. Breathe through your nose. Tape. Breathe through your nose. Tape your mouth. <laughs> if you're around, if you're in welcome company, you can tape your mouth here. Just walk around the grocery store with mouth tape. Yeah. Fine. Just if you do, here one thing I'll say is if you do get caught with tape on your mouth, like out in public, we didn't tell you to. Nothing. It was just this idea you had out of the blue. So we'll get a like, what? You're taping your mouth shut now? Like what? What is next? Craziness. And I'll tell you what is next is what works. Yeah the only reason we're talking about this mm -hmm. and it's not you know we're not peddling some some new idea there's no money to be made off of this uh, although Amazon will probably make money off of it uh, it's called micro micro pour 3M 3M tape mm -hmm. um, but it but it works and and I think it's, it's this is a good way for us to introduce new concepts uh, and then and then start to introduce them to the gym so thank you guys for uh, for joining us again that was episode 6 and we look forward to uh, talking to you again next week